welcome to the next episode of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris and I am the Enterprise Doctor. And my guest on the show today is Taylor Beavis of Universe Financial Advice. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, Taylor, you are Managing Director, owner of Universe Financial Advice. Yes, all of those lovely titles, basically the, the one that does everything in the company. Absolutely, T-boy, bottle washer. Um, <laughs> I can't help um, the drawing attention to the fact, which the, the listeners can't see, but we're doing this on a Zoom call, so I can see you. You are horribly young, horribly from my perspective as an old man. You're 24? Yes, 24. So, 24 now, yeah. 24 now, 25 soon. So how do you become to be running your own business at the ripe old age of 24? Well, um, I mean, I must admit, I've always been quite an entrepreneur. I've always been, you know, I remember about 10 or 11 years old selling cakes, you know, in the high street yeah. Christmas market. But uh, I've always had that kind of flair. I'd say really how it happened is I was working as self-employed for some UK banks um, dealing with uh, payment protection insurance, one of the big scandals, um, helping them really training their staff to understand how to process these complaints. And from there, really, I self-taught my, my financial advice diploma at home, and I just took a leap of faith and started the company. Zero clients, uh, had an office at that point. We work completely remotely now, which we'll come on to a bit later, and, and started from there. And then I am where I am today, a year, year and a half on. Wow. And... Are you a solopreneur? So it's a limited company. Um, there, there's me um, and I have a, a client administrator as well. So there's two of us who also happens to be my mother. You employ your mother. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's an odd dynamic. I, I love my mother deeply and she may listen to this. You never know. But I don't think I could... I don't think she could be my employee. It's not about me. It's about I, how does that work? Is that it, it, well? Clearly, it's working. Is it okay? It works. It works amazingly. It's fantastic. I mean, we both work from home, so uh, we're both remote. She she's great. I mean, she's just fantastic. I've always admired her work ethic, and I think that's where I get it from. So as soon as I was able to, she was the first person that I, I trusted because we're dealing with people's money and finances. So I needed to make sure it was somebody I, I really trusted to be the first person to work with me. Yeah, um, and and that does that does make sense. So as as part of this um, series of podcasts what I'm doing is interviewing a, a few different people whose businesses are successful e either despite the virus or, or because of the virus and that's the category that you fall into. Can you start by telling me and telling the listeners a little bit, a bit about what the business does and what it was like sort of in the, the short period running into the virus and then your your still successful now so what is it that you're doing that's ensuring that your business is still successful okay yeah so let's start with the first part so what we do essentially mark we, we don't do anything different to every other financial advisor in this country we offer advice on pensions investments uh, estate planning wills powers of attorney all of the standard stuff uh, but what we do differently or i like to think we do better is that we are much uh, more focused on the community. So I knew from the outset that if the business was going to work, 
I'd need to make sure I looked after the community and I knew that they would then look after me. So that's exactly what I've done from day one is try to be out there as much. I joined the board of a charity pretty much on day one of setting the company up and it gave me that exposure to the community. And organically in the first year, every month that went by, I had sales every month, I had clients every month. I've never had a month that I've had to fund myself. Now, that's fantastic. That's yeah. pre, this is obviously pre-coronavirus. Yeah. The way the business was working before coronavirus was still quite manual. So you can imagine there's so much paperwork that we have to complete to, to get pension set up. And a lot of the providers and suppliers we work with are still so paper-based. Now, that was such a bugbear for me. And loads of the companies that I've worked with, financial advice firms, are also paper-based. And I thought, well, when I get my company off the ground, I will start as they are doing and sort of mirror them for a little bit until I work out the best way to run a firm like this. And I realized that actually we need to be flexible, we need to be remote, we need to be able to work from anywhere for our clients. So really just before coronavirus kicked off, before it was even a thing, I started to look at ways that we could send less in the post, how we could onboard clients in one hour and not one week. And we started to look at all of those ways and and look at systems. But it wasn't until coronavirus hit and we all started to think, oh goodness, what are we going to do? That I thought, okay, we need to move fast and, and we need to get all of these systems in place now. And so we worked night and day for a good couple of weeks at the start wow. of all this happening. And, and now I can, I'm, I'm pleased to say that we work 100% remotely. So we can do all the onboarding online. We do Zoom calls, Skype calls, and we do all of our advice uh, remotely at any time to suit the client. And, and as a sort of a benchmark for the industry, how common is that? Or are you, are you unique or are, you, are there just a small number of businesses that onboard to do all of that remote stuff? Not very uh, percentage wise, you know, not very many advisors are, are completely remote. And, you know, when we get back to if we do, when we get back to the days that we can go out, you know, I will still be visiting my clients. But it's made me understand that my business can still succeed, even when we are unable to leave the four walls of our house. The way that I've kept business going is by making sure that people know that I can still do everything I, c- I could have done before coronavirus. Uh, in fact, this month, we've had more clients come in this month that need help and need support with their finances compared to other months. And I think it's because people are at home, they see all their paperwork, they're thinking about their finances more. And unfortunately, a lot of other financial advisors are panicking, maybe worrying and, and pulling away and stopping and furloughing staff. And actually, it's unnecessary. Just adapt your model, make yourself available and the work is there. But I guess if you're if you're a one-man business you can do that or i should say one man and one woman business if you are some big conglomerate it's really hard to to turn that around with the same degree of dexterity and speed but i guess that's their problem not your problem so if i hypothetically i want a pension i want to sort out my pensions i want some some independent financial advice a will whatever how I can see from what you said, the advantages of dealing with you as opposed to somebody else, that it will be done slicker and quicker and, and stuff. But as somebody, if I'm somebody who doesn't know you, then I don't know that. So how are you getting those kinds of messages out there? 
I think a combination of things really. So I guess you're, what you're asking me is how do I build credibility essentially with clients, I guess. Is what it's well, it, it's more about the, the marketing because, because when they phone you up and say, hi, I've, I've, I've come across you and I'm interested mm. in the pension, which is what's happening now. They might've come across you because of your work as a, a trustee on a, a charity or because mm. of some, whatever else it is that you do. But if I, if I want a pension and I'm talking to somebody who I already know and they say, it'll take a month to sort all of that out for you. I don't know that you can do it in a day because I don't know you. So I suppose the question is really about marketing. How are you marketing yourself? Where are you marketing yourself? What kind of channels? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Twitter, Instagram? Is it something that a 24 year old knows all about that I've never heard of? No, there's no special, there's no special uh, thing that I'm doing as such. Um, I, I mean, I will come on to tell you what I launched yesterday, which has been tremendously successful. This is a marketing um, thing that I've been doing. Uh, so the marketing, if I was to sort of self-analyze, has been pretty poor in the last year from me. It's been networking. So Laptop Monday. I mean, I go to Laptop Monday. I've oh, received brilliant. that. Okay. So, yeah. Which one do you go to? New group. Okay. So Laptop Monday has been great. And once you pick up one client and you do a good job, you know, you obviously get referrals. So from a marketing perspective up till now, uh, up until now, not really much going on. However, I did realize that with all this coronavirus stuff going on, there was a real problem out there. Now, like I said to you, I am a community focused business at the heart. And I knew that if I actually wanted to say that I was that, I'd have to put my money where my mouth is, like some of the companies would do. So I thought, okay, well, how can I make sure that I am demonstrating my actions, uh, sorry, that my actions are, are demonstrating what my words are saying. So I was racking my brains and we came up with what we launched yesterday. And okay. what that is, is we are, for the next three months, as a, as a company, any new client that comes on board and receives financial advice, they will receive the same service and, and proposition that we've had all along. It will be obviously remote at the moment. The fee that they pay will be exactly the same, but we will be giving 100% of that fee to a charitable cause of their choosing. Now, that seems like a really crazy thing. Okay, I was my, my, my jaw did drop. So, okay, I mean, you know, gi giving a charitable donation in relation to new business is not unique. Lots of people do that. Mm. Giving 100% of it, do you not have a mortgage to pay? Food you want to buy? <laughs> yes, I do. I do definitely have those bills. Um, but uh, let me talk you through why this, this has worked. I, I, I can say now, I guess it has worked. I mean, we only launched it yesterday and the response so far, we've had over a thousand views on the video. We've had wow. Financial Times have contacted me today. Uh, I had a meeting with the radio this morning and we've just had an article published on New Model Advisor, which is an industry newspaper. So Fantastic. really, the reaction's been great. Essentially, the, the reason why I was doing it is the charity that I work for in Newbury, we have had um, funding sort of not pulled as such, but delayed because it, the focus is moving to coronavirus and helping yeah. those kind of charities. But there are so many charities that are still providing a service outside of coronavirus that need to continue, such as children's services, looking after vulnerable children. Um, so I wanted to, in some way, be creative and think about how we could put money in, in those areas, knowing that I still need to live and pay my mortgage. So what I looked at is, okay, well, 
over the last year when I've been building the business, I've been very sensible. I'm a financial advisor. You know, I take my own <laughs> so, okay. I build up a reserve. Okay. So I thought, well, how long can I live off? Well, how long am I happy to live off that reserve for to, to really make a difference? And I thought, well, three months, I can, I can live off the reserve fine for three months. Don't forget, I still have existing clients that I have an ongoing service and relationship with. So I can yes. earn money from them. Yes. Um, and so what I'm able and, and I can afford to do is for the next three months, any new client, give all of the money away and the reason why we're giving it all away we could say half but the reason why we're giving it all is because of the shock factor that's simply it we want to be able to really show that we are putting our money where our mouth is i really mean that i will give it all away so by doing that i think that's why we've had the reaction that we've had we're going to bring new clients on we're going to raise a hell of a lot of money for charities over the next couple of months and those clients that come on board i am confident with the proposition that i can offer that they will look back and think he did a fantastic job for me next year when i need to review the pension i'm going to get him to do it that just sounds so impressive i've really it takes a lot to impress me because i've been around the block a couple of times but really i like everything that you said i am hugely impressed um the video you mentioned is that uh, there is a link for that listeners to the podcast if they go if you go to your device and look at the text the words that that come with the podcast not only will you find my contact details if you want to get in touch and give me any kind of feedback um, but you'll also find all of taylor's contact details and a link to that video so if you'd like to go and watch it for yourself how long is it uh, it's two and a half minutes. Fantastic. It's, it's, Even I can invest two and a half minutes of my time in that. And I think it's a brilliant initiative. I think it's great for charities. I think it's a really interesting twist that you haven't said to charity XYZ. You haven't said to the charity of which you're a trustee. You said to a charity of the client's choice. So I can choose my favorite charity. The next client can choose their favorite charity. I, um, I really like that little tweak because um because that's e even more attractive to people so lovely let me ask you to mm, it's unfair of me to ask you to predict the future because that's something none of us can do and in this time of some uncertainty even more so I I'm fairly comfortable that we will get back to some degree of normality. The remote working that you're doing at the moment, you used to have an office, you haven't now. For your business, do you think, are you planning to grow the number of people or just keep it at you? And if you do grow it, do you think it will be an office base or will you manage people remotely? So, um, yeah, good questions. I mean, the office, why did I have an office to start with? I guess is a good place to start. Um, it's one of those things when you are setting up a business, you think, what do I need? And office just comes to mind. And so that's why I started with one. And six months went by the, the lease period that I had on it. And I realized that only one client had come in. The rest of the time, I was driving <laughs> in my car and going to their home. Yeah. Um, so I decided, what a waste of money. So after six months, uh, I got rid of that and, and worked from home. And that, that works a treat. Um, in terms of scalability, will I have an office in the future? I won't rule it out. Um, but what I do know is that my, my short-term, medium-term plan is to scale the business for sure. I want to have a team um, where Universe is reaching and helping more people. Uh, but they will be remote to start with. So that there's no plans to have an office. To go to what you said about predicting the future, 
um, a, a point I would make on that, a really interesting article, maybe I'll, I'll put this as a link in for you, is the report that the International Monetary Fund have just drawn up for April 2020. And it gives a fantastic insight as to what the predictions are for the economy. Nobody knows, and I tell my clients all the time to try and block out the noise of the day-to-day, -day. turn the news off, um, you know, turn the financial news off. By the time you've seen it, it's too late to make any quick decisions. So you've just got to go with, with uh, you know, the, the sound principles, diversification of your money, making sure you've got a long-term view. Um, but what I do know and what I could probably say with confidence and everyone and everyone can assume it's going to happen is we are going to have severe contraction in our economy in the latter end of this year because our, our behaviours and our spending habits are going to change. Um, but they're still predicting that in 2021, it will come back to, to where, we, where we had it, uh, not to the same level, but we'll start to have positive economic growth in that year so i'm not concerned my own money remains invested and i tell my clients that every day when the when the money started uh, when the economy and the market started dropping i made an extra pension contribution you know it's, it's it's not a concern for me at the moment yeah you sir are a very wise head on very young shoulders i've really enjoyed talking to you or i've really enjoyed listening to you thank you so much for sparing me a little of your time i appreciate that i really really hope that over the next few months you pick up lots and lots of clients partly because you deserve it you're doing the right things you're going to generate business but also because if you pick up lots and lots of clients that will generate some money for charities which right now as you say in the third sector they're suffering um and if you can do your bit to relieve that suffering then that's a good thing for the listeners yes please taylor send me the link to that uh, imf report that that link listeners will be in the notes for the program you have been listening to taylor beavis of universe financial advice with all of his contact details in the notes you've also been listening to me mark harris of enterprise doctor my contact details are in the notes as well thank you for listening there's gonna be quite a little flurry of podcasts uh, this is my second one i've recorded today i've got one or two lined up for tomorrow so hopefully i'm going to be giving you some some good stuff to listen to over the next few days thank you for tuning in hope you do so again soon